Hello and welcome back to the Euro Trips Across the Pod podcast. Now we are here for another one of our season previews and this this time it's a turn of the Buffalo Bills. And with me, not only have we got a Buffalo Bills fan, we've also got a Man City fan. So here we have the happiest sports fan in the UK right now. <laughs> I've got Charlie, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. As you say, my uh, my sports fortunes have changed over the last 10 years. Now, I'm 45 years old, but I, I remember an awful lot of misery. So I'm embracing every moment of this uh, this newfound success. Yeah, definitely. I mean, both teams mean, um, you know, when I first watched NFL, the Bills were rubbish. When I first started watching football, you know, Massey were in and out of the Premier League. So it's... That's um, right. And not only for both my teams, it seems to have really affected us. But um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miami and uh, the Bills have always kind of been going at it tooth and nail. And certainly in the early days, remember the old Jim Kelly versus Dan Marino uh, battles. I mean, it was always a great rivalry. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Dolphins over the next few years and whether Tua is what I guess some people hope he's going to be and whether they can make that a rivalry again. Yeah, I mean, I actually hate the Bills the least out of the three teams in our division. Um, I don't actually mind the Bills. I, I was saying to you before that I um, love watching a Jim Kelly football life and I've always mm-hmm. liked that song. But I think it comes to a point where it'll be if, if we do become really good under Mike McDaniel and we are fighting for that division every year, my thoughts might change on the Bills. But right now, we've been nowhere near them. So um, more, yeah, more, more packed to think- get for me. Part of it's fans as well, isn't it? I mean, Patriots fans and Jets fans are pretty pretty damn irritating, aren't they? <laughs> so, <laughs> I think Bills fans are so sort of we're not we're not accustomed to success. We tend to be self pretty self deprecating, and uh, yeah, this is we're obviously really enjoying this phase. But you know, we're not done. You know, we don't want a Super Bowl yet. <laughs> and hopefully, in the next few years, we we we, we deliver one. But I mean, it's um it's still still uh, a team that's growing, and I think it's going to get better. I hope uh, as long as uh, we'll go as far as Josh Allen takes us. I think. I think absolutely. Um, now, we, we ask every new guest, especially from the UK, reason why they support their team. So, Charlie, what made you a Buffalo Bills fan? Yeah, good question. So I guess I was an NFL fan from being a relatively young teenager. Um, you know, back in the day when I was that age, there was only four TV channels here in the UK. And um, Sunday night options were not amazing. You used to have, I don't know, you know Songs of Praise and um, you know, Bullseye, <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, Battlestar Galactica or something, but on Channel 4, they would show uh, NFL free-to-air. And I, me and everybody I knew, certainly the guys, we would watch NFL on a Sunday night. And at that time, you know, you get one game. And obviously the Bills being an East Coast team, similar to the Dolphins, they'd be on a little bit more often. Uh, they were also good at that point. You know, we had the Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas um, team, um, Andre Reid. It was a really, really good team. And once we got, I got into the Super Bowls, the Bills were always the underdogs. And obviously at that point, Man City were not a great team. I was more of an underdog kind of guy. And I always wanted to follow the Bills. Also, you know, the Bills fans were nuts. They were these guys, you know, sitting out in these snow games and it's just unbelievable weather. It was just had a different vibe. And, and that Jim Kelly offense, that K-Gun, no huddle offense was so exciting to watch. And it was faster moving than any other team. I just, that's what pulled me in really. It was the fastest moving team in the NFL. And uh, yeah, after a couple of Super Bowls, it just sticks, right? And it doesn't matter that you've got 20 years of misery ahead of you um that was that was great fun it was that's that's how I became Bills fan yeah I think it's um I think Jim Kelly is a real shame him and him and Dan Marino both it's a real shame they neither of them got that ring um but for me yeah I remember my days watching NFL when I was in school especially um you know I wasn't as into it back then 
but I do wish I'd sort of been alive for that Marino era and that Jim Kelly era when they were both battling for the same division. I think that, that looked like that was incredible. Movie. Yeah. I mean, it was also like a house. It was a really great era for quarterbacks. I mean, there was Warren Moon. There was, um, um, you know, John Elway. Um, there was, you know, Steve Young. I mean, these were there was some phenomenal quarterbacks at that point. Um I, I really, and that's what draws you into, I think, to any team is what's the style of play. And that's often led by the quarterback. And at that point, the Marino and Jim Kelly were two of the most exciting quarterbacks in the league of a league full of exciting quarterbacks. So it was, yeah, it was, it was great fun to watch. The, the sad thing was, and this is the, the weird thing is that if I meet Bills fans from Buffalo of my age, they saw every game and I saw maybe one every four or five weeks. <laughs> so yeah. um, even though I was a fan at that point, you didn't see that many games. And obviously now with Game Pass and I don't know about you guys, but we actually, the Bills, we have a, a pub in London we go to with Bills Backers Pub in London. So um, we've got lots of opportunities to see every game and it, it feels like a, a different experience now that we can actually really follow the team game to game. And you sort of answered my second question a little bit, but so is that how you watch NFL on Sundays? Is it always at this bar, or was it a mixture of being at yeah. home weeks? And- three, three ways. So anything prime prime time, <laughs> it'll be at home. Uh, and you know, for many years, the Bills didn't have many prime time games, so we were very much just a six pm Sunday slot, which was great for us in the UK. Um, now it's changed, and we're getting sort of four or five uh, prime time games a, a year. So those ones definitely at home. You know, you're going to work out the sleep routine, a bit of a pre game nap, watch the game, then go to bed. Hopefully, not have a busy day the next day at work. So yeah. I kind of spread myself in three ways so this season i'm lucky enough to be able to go to three games in person in uh, in the states um i'll be at the bar for as many 6 p.m sunday games as i can go to um we we go to the fitzrovia bell on Tottenham court road in london it's a really great group of people it's a mixture of expats and um brits australians canadians you name it uh, bills fans from all over the world and um people passing through it's just a really good vibe um we have a great relationship with the pub as well. They do Buffalo wings for us and they carve out a set of space for us. They show it um, on through game pass. And then of course, yeah. Um, uh, so I watch those, are my three ways really try to be there. If I can three games this year, be at the pub. If it's a 6 PM game, if it's prime time, I'll be watching at home. What about you? How do you, how do you uh, absorb these, uh, these games? Do you meet up with people? Sadly, all my friends, apart from one, don't like the NFL. Um, my dad was a 49ers fan back in the day, but he saw when I was, Watching it from lockdown, uh, I'd watch it with him then. Sometimes if he was sort of, maybe for an hour he'd join in or maybe if he was coming in, it was towards the end of a game he'd sit in. But most of the time it's on my own watching it. Um, and until recently I was always, well for years actually, before I, I became a casual fan to a diehard fan of the NFL, I would just watch the highlights and that's it, like watch the NFL show, watch YouTube. And then 2017, 2016 sort of time it was when I started watching it properly. And for years it was just purely Sky Sports. And then I discovered Red Zone. That was sort of year before lockdown, then the year of lockdown. And then this year I took the well, last year I should say, I, I put the bullet and I paid for Game Pass. And I yeah, never really regretted it since. I it's great. Especially this year when I've been in university, I'll I'll be I'll watch 6 p.m. games and 9 p.m. games uh of Red Zone and sometimes Dolphins game on a different screen yep. in order to um, you know, to watch both at the same time. I love Scott Hansen and then I'd watch the one o'clock game the next morning, not knowing the right. result, turning all my notifications off and watching it sort of, um, say, six in the morning till half eight and then lecture at nine o'clock in the morning. So that's really yeah. how my season was this year. And then same for like Thursday night football, Monday night football, I'd watch them like six, seven in the morning before uni starts and just right. watch it. And then sometimes I, I remember actually the one game I remember 
I sort of overslept. So I was watching that Chargers Raiders game, the one, the very last game of the season. I remember I was sort of running late. So I remember I was walking to uni about a half an hour walk with my iPad <laughs> out there. So like, I thought it was getting so good. I, I said, I can't miss a lecture because it's quite an important one, but I couldn't not see how that game ended. So I was like, I've got to get down. I've got to watch it before my got my course as a Seahawks fan. Giovanni, has been on the podcast many times before he told me to score. So I was like, but it's the yeah. that's basically my story of how I watch NFL. But um, but it sounds like you absorb the, the you know the whole sport similar to me. You know you watch any game. Um, I do the same on certainly with Thursday night football. I watch that on a Friday. Um, try and avoid the score. Um, watch as much as I can. I even try and watch a bit of college on a Saturday uh, evening if I get a chance as well. If I can sort of find some dodgy stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, college football. I tend to not watch as much. If the Gators are on, I watch the Gators because that's my college team. But mm-hmm. probably as invested as NFL. Um, but it's harder when you don't have that sort of same connection. Obviously, if you went to a school in the states, you'd all, you know you'd have that strong connection. But I'm the same. Uh, often find myself watching Wisconsin. Um, try and watch a bit of Syracuse if I can, because obviously that's not so far from Buffalo. And um, if, hoping to maybe go and see a, a game in there at some point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't have that strong connection to a particular uh, college or, or even area you know like like anybody else so it's, it's hard to really kind of follow it and keep up with the players but i do enjoy it and it's uh you know it's a time when there's no other football on so um, yeah. sometimes i'll watch a little bit if i can no fair play fair play and i um i same as you i think that i absolutely love my team the dolphins but i do love the sport as well so i mm-hmm. love watching as much as watching dolphins i love watching you know patrick mahomes or derrick henry or yeah, Aaron Donald. All the, all, I love watching any team. The Jets, I try to avoid watching as much as I can. All <laughs> of good reasons. Laugh. Yeah, yeah. All just watches to laugh at them. That's my only really reason I yep. watch. I can just point and laugh at the Jets fans and the Jets team for being rubbish once again. But um, to, going back to the Bills, though, in terms of your off yeah. season this season, um, not really many outs. I mean, Cole Beasley, Mitch Morse are the main two. Um, Returned, resigned uh, Shaq Lawson, but the main one, of course, is Von Miller. Other players you bought, Jameson Crowder, Roger Saffold mm-hmm. come in, Duke Johnson, and the big one, Case Keenum. Gave <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephon Big for four-year extension. And then the two main draft picks are Kai Elam from the Gators, funny enough. Yep. Uh, 23rd overall, the cornerback. And then Dalvin Cook's brother, James, has come in, 63rd mm-hmm. overall, the running back. Um, so in terms of the off-season, how have you found it's gone for the Bills so far? Yeah, I think Bills fans are really happy. Uh, we actually did keep, hang on to Mitch Morse, actually. Um, oh, so, yeah, yeah, no, no, no worries. But yeah, you, you're right on the, all the other stuff. I think, um, you know, a lot of people went into this this offseason thinking that was the best chance the Bills had at, at a Super Bowl. That was a really strong roster. And that, um, you know, with obviously Josh Allen's contract biting, we would have to cut corners. We would have to sort to um, you know get a little bit cheaper in some positions, and that might have been the best chance. But you know, Brandon Bean's a bit of a wizard. I think he's um, GM of the year, and he seems to have found a way to to strengthen this roster. And I think it's a better roster than we had last year. So obviously, the highlight is is Von Miller. Um, nobody really was talking about the Bills seriously getting a sort of top level edge rusher. Bill's defensive line has done okay when it comes to pressures, but in terms of converting those to sacks, it's always been a struggle. Uh, we've we've struggled to really have someone with some real bite and um, aggression on the on the outside. And uh, I think Von Miller is going to change that. So that's the big the big improvement. The other thing is that they've improved the weaknesses we had at one tech and at a cornerback two in the defense. So um, bringing in Daquan Daquan uh, Jones. Um, 
as uh, one tech instead of, uh, you know, the, the sort of rotating cast of characters we've had, I think is big because we've struggled against the run against some teams. And then, although I think we've had sort of reasonable cornerback to play, having somebody opposite Trey White who's a bit more athletic in Kyrie Lam, I think everyone's really excited. I think he's a good character guy. And I think that like, we might not see the best of him to start off with. Um, I'm really confident he's going to grow into that position. And you know, that secondary was already stacked with uh, with uh, Micah Hyde and uh, and Jordan Poyer. So it's going to make that defense, I think, really quite a big step. And then on the offensive side of things, I mean, obviously losing Beasley and Sanders, they were good contributors for us last year. Probably a little bit less from Sanders than some people were expecting. But I think Jameson Crowder is probably a slight upgrade over Cole Beasley. You know, he's a little bit younger. He's going to be a bit more yards after the catch. I think um, Gabriel Davis will see take a bigger role. He'll essentially step into that Emmanuel Sanders role. You know, we saw him in the uh, the playoffs really destroy KC. Um, yeah, I think he scored what, four touchdowns or something in a game, which was, which was really great. We'll see Dawson Knox take a larger role. I think um, he's been really stepped up. That was his breakout year in 2021. OJ Howard might get a little bit of play. Um, but I'm pretty excited about James Cook, honestly. I think... Um, I think having that sort of pass catching guy in the backfield who can make things happen um, should open up the screen game and some, some more options really for Josh Allen. So yeah, I think overall, you know, Bills fans are just chomping at the bit in terms of seeing this, this roster play. It's uh, it's definitely improved on both sides of the ball. And um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's can't wait for the season to start. I bet. I mean, for me, they are for me, the, especially with Tyree kill now, gone I think they are one of the probably our favorites for the AFC but you mentioned the roster there I mean is there any weakness to this roster I mean everyone every position you can think of the O-line's good the wide receivers are good running back you got some good players there the defense is amazing especially the defensive line and the secondary is really good I can't I just can't see any weakness in this team can you see any yeah well the one area where I think we would have liked to see a draft pick would have been the offensive line because although I think it is solid uh, Roger um, Saffold coming in I think is a really good addition but he has some injury concerns it's not very deep so one injury on that offensive line and it becomes a bit of a problem when to the Cody Fords of this world um like Botkas maybe um there is there is not a lot of depth um we have a young right tackle um in uh, in Spencer Brown who I think was hot and cold last year you know some really good stuff but we also saw some some you know some inexperience um they brought in David Questenberry I think who might even start a right tackle um instead of uh instead of Spencer Brown it's just not very deep and as I said one injury and that offensive line can look very different what I would say though is if we're going to get we're going to have a weakness Offensive line is the place for it to be because Josh Allen can make things happen outside of structure. You know, he's the guy who can escape the pocket. You know, everybody I think in the follows the NFL has seen Josh Allen swinging around to his right, you know, throwing across his body or opening up things down the field. Um, that is 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 where it, sometimes he's most dangerous. So, but yes, that is a weakness. And there's another one that a lot of people are not talking about which is that this is going to be the first year for Josh Allen with a new offensive coordinator. He's going to play under Ken Dorsey. He was quarterback's coach previously. Um, obviously, we saw Brain Dable go to the Giants. Dorsey's the first-time play caller, you know. Um, and there's a concern. McDermott is a, a little bit more on the defensive mind, and there was a bit of clash between him and Dorsey, uh, him and um, Brian Dable. And there's a feeling, well, is Ken Dorsey going to be a bit more influenced by by uh, Sean McDermott? Is that going to make us more conservative? Is it we're going to see more of the running game, uh, less of Josh being Josh? Um, that's that's definitely a concern. But I think anytime you change your, your offensive coordinator, it's got to be a question mark. And uh, I expect some rust in the early parts of the season as they work out what kind of offense they want it to be. 
And you mentioned Josh Allen there. We did a podcast, uh, me and Sam Moores, about a fortnight ago, I'd say, uh, where we ranked our quarterbacks from 1 to 32. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Allen was in my top three, the third behind Rodgers and Mahomes. And Sam had him at the very, no, he had him second behind Rodgers and mm-hmm. Mahomes third. So where do you rank Josh Allen in terms of your quarterback rankings? Do you, is he the very best? Is he top two, top three? Is he top five? Where do you see Josh Allen in that sort of in that ranking order? Yeah, I think it's a good question. He's certainly up there. He's certainly a top three quarterback. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But his strengths are different than, than some of those other guys. I mean, you know, Brady's still really good. Um, Justin Herbert's really good. Um, I think uh, Burroughs is really good. You're trying to drawing very, very fine lines between some of these guys. I think you have to give credit to Rogers simply because he's been there and done it. You know, he's done it year after year and with, with, with sort of mixed talent around him. Um, you, you always get the feeling when Rogers is on it, they're always going to be in a chance of making it to uh, the NFC uh, championship game. I think Mahomes and Allen to me, are, it's a case of, you know, do you like apples or oranges? You know, they're both <laughs> incredible players. They can both make players, make uh, things happen out of structure. They can both attack you with their legs as well as their arms. Um, I think that maybe Mahomes has a little bit more creativity, but Josh does more damage, you know, running the ball. So I think it really depends on the style of offense. But what you can say about Josh Allen is he's in that equation. He's in that top three, top five quarterback realm now. We've seen two seasons of really good production from him. And I don't think he's done yet. Um, so certainly he's up there. Plenty of people have him ranked, ranked as number one. I'm not going to argue with that. But in terms of who I like to watch, not just from a fact of being a Bills fan, I think Josh Allen is box office. I mean, he's just thrilling to watch. You never, ever know what he's going to do. Um, the play's never dead. Um, sometimes he, he'll push it a little bit too far, but is the, the fun factor and the character of Josh is just incredible to watch. And, and I would pick him over anybody in terms of just entertainment value, but certainly he's in the top three. Yeah, I mean, even as a fan of a rival team, I can't help but love watching him play. I think he's absolutely brilliant. I mean, even I mentioned my dad before, I was watching it once in that 2020 season where watching in the lounge, parents were doing different things at the time and I was living back with them. And uh, my dad walked in as Josh Allen made this amazing play. And he was like, my dad was like uh, engrossed. Wow, yeah. like, who, who is this guy? He's amazing. <laughs> my dad, I think my dad's a fan of Josh Allen now. But um, yeah. He has that ability just to, make you go wow yeah. <laughs> what happened yeah. there there was a game and i don't know if you remember it It was a thanksgiving game i think two or three seasons ago against the cowboys and um the i think it was a fourth it was like a third or a fourth and one uh the ball was snapped it was a miss snap it went on the floor there was a whole melee around um you know the 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 players josh picks it up and then piles through both lines to secure the first down. He literally dives. I mean, like how many quarterbacks are prepared to put their body on the line and do that stuff? You know, we see him hurdling over linebackers. We see him stiff arming Aaron Donald. You know, it's just a, a confidence about him. But he's also a really charming guy. You know, when you hear him on interviews, he's a lovely guy and um, everybody loves him. So, yeah, just great value. And um, I, I think no matter if you're a fan of American football, then you'd love watching Josh Allen. So now we are on to our final segment, which, of course, as you all know by now, is our record predictor. So I'm going to give Charlie here every game, game by game, he has to answer with a win, loss, or tie. Starting off, the season opener, Thursday Night Football, against the current reigning champions on the road against the Los Angeles Rams. How do you see this one going? This is a toughie. I mean, what an exciting game to get the season off, off to. I mean, you can make a case for either team winning. It's just a question of, 
you know, gut feel really. I actually think they'll win this game. I think the Rams have probably been partying most of the off season. <laughs> I think um, Von Miller is going to want to turn up and, and put on a show. And actually the Bills are better on the road than they are at home. Um, so I think this will be a narrow win. Um, I think the Bills have the tools and I, I'm not, the Rams obviously did well winning the Super Bowl, but I'm not convinced that they're the better team, at least on paper. But, you know, it's going to be real, a really fantastic kickoff to the season. But I had that as a win. I think it could potentially be the very first and the very last game of the whole NFL season. Potentially, potentially. Yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, week two, back at home, you're against the Tennessee Titans. So I have this as a, as a loss and it, it pains okay. me because I really can't stand the Titans, but Derek Henry causes all kinds of problems. Um, I'm a, I'm cautious about how long it's going to take for this new defensive line to gel. And um, although I think eventually it will be stronger than what we have had, we could just catch it. We just be, could be a little bit too early. If this was late on in the season, I'd have it down as a win, but I'm, we do have problems with Derek Henry and um, historically, and I, I'm, not until I, until I see us dominate them, um, I think we'll struggle. But we've lost the last two against the Titans, and I just, I don't know, we, I just don't feel good about ever playing them. Even without AJ Brown, would you still say a loss? Yeah, I mean, as I said, it's not it's not the, the passing game that we struggle with. I mean, obviously that opens things up, but even when we know that Derrick Henry is going to run, we still can't stop him. <laughs> so uh, um, I think we've had some issues with sort of a bit of an experience at linebacker, Tremaine Edmonds struggling to kind of pick the right gaps. And um, that's been problematic for us, obviously not having perfect one tech uh, players also causes problems against Derrick Henry, but yeah, whatever we do, he seems to, he seems to cause us problems. He doesn't necessarily destroy us play after play, but he just has enough of those chunk plays to really cause us some problems. So um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I have that down as a loss. I really hope I'm wrong, but, um, you never know. Yeah, Josh Josh Norman is all about Derrick Henry against Exactly, Bill. yeah. That <laughs> clip is never going to die, is it? So. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, interesting one now. Uh, on the road against the Dolphins. Yeah, so I have this as a win. Um, I mean, I think the Dolphins will be better this year, but, I mean, the defence, which obviously has historically been the strength of the, the Finns in the last few years, it, it hasn't proven to be able to stop Josh Allen. And, um, you know, he's eaten eating them up the last few times they've played them. And I don't really see that changing. I mean, I think that we'll see a better offense from the Finns. I think that the um, the new coach will be a better suit for Tua. Um, obviously, you've got Tyreek Hill, um, but still Tua throwing to him. And we know that Tua doesn't have the strongest of arms. So it'd be interesting to see how well they scheme up to make that that work. But yeah, I think that that's a win. Until the Finns prove that they can stop Josh Allen, I have that as a win. Yeah, I agree. Because um, he is 6-1 and one against us. I think that loss was even in his rookie year. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he just he seems to be our, our kryptonite right now is Josh Allen. Um, week four, another hard game, this time on the road again, uh, to the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, so I have this as a loss. I mean, this is a game I'm going to, and I, again, I really hope I'm wrong. We have, in the last time we played the Ravens, we beat them, but it was a really, really tough game. I think this Ravens team is going to be much better this year, mm. and they've drafted very well. They've got some players back. I think they're going to be very, very tough. And, um, yeah, I just think this is one of those fine-margin games that you could win, but, you, you know, you, you might lose. We're on the road. Um, I think it's been a real toughie. Uh, Lamar Jackson is never easy to play against. And, as I said, we historically struggle against these um, really mobile guys coming out of the backfield. So, yeah, I have that as a loss. Can't win them all. No. <laughs> Week five, at home to the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
I really hope we win this one. <laughs> we should win this one. They beat us in week one last year um, against uh, most predictions. Um, obviously, you know, that, that, that team has had a bit of um, upheaval. We're going to see a different quarterback. Uh, we, we know that quarterback pretty well. I suspect we're going to be seeing a Mitch Trubisky uh, playing for them. So, you know, he was obviously with the Bills last year. I think we can scheme up against that, uh, that defense quite well. So, yeah, I have that as a win. We'll be at home. I'm pretty confident about that one. And speaking of kryptonite, week six on the road to the Chiefs. Yeah, and so I, I, I mean, we beat them at home in the regular season last year and actually beat them very comfortably. But that was in that period where Mahomes just was, wasn't clicking. Um, I have this as a loss, not because I really believe it's going to be a loss, but, you know, when you when you go through things on paper, the Bills team is one of the best teams in the NFL, but you're not going to win them all. You're not going to go 17-0. and 0. So you have to look at where might those losses come from. And on the road against the Chiefs, that's going to be a tough game for any team, no matter, up against, you know, no matter who you are. And I really would love to beat them again in Arrowhead, but I have it down as a loss. I suspect there might be a bit of mental scarring going on there with the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, until you beat them, it's um, it's going to be tough. Exactly. Um, week seven is a bite, so week eight doesn't get any easier at home, though, to the yeah. Packers. I've got this as a win. Um, I think this this Packers team has weakened a little bit. Uh, another year in um, in Aaron Rodgers' legs. I just think that um, it's a long time since we played the Packers in Orchard Park. They actually have a terrible record against us. Um, I have this down as a win. I just think that the, the team is stronger on paper. We're at home, and I, I struggle to see where Aaron Rodgers' weapons are coming from. I mean, this is this this is where the Bills' defense is really going to tighten the screw. I think against uh, that limited Packers offense. Fair play. Uh, so for one extreme to another, you play the New York Jets next uh, on the road. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, got to be hoping you beat the Jets. They often play as harder than you expect. I do think this is an improving Jets team. I think they've drafted really, really well, actually. They've really added some talent, but they're, they're, they're two seasons away from being competitive, in my opinion. I think it's just too young a team, and I, I'm very confident we'll win, win nicely there. And then week 10, uh, back at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, well, this is a win. Um, Vikings are one of those funny teams that sometimes they just turn up and, and if everybody plays well, they can really cause you problems. But I do think they're also quite straightforward to scheme against. I think that Kirk Cousins is, you know, you can kind of predict what he's going to do. Um, I think that our defense is one that is going to control them quite nicely. And although I think, yeah, it's going to be a better team than perhaps we saw out of the Vikings last year, I still think the Bills are better. And again, at home, I think this would be a relatively comfortable win. And then week 11, once again at home, this time to the Cleveland Browns, of course, a team no one knows who's going to be playing and a game you're going to. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm not expecting Deshaun Watson to be playing. And if he doesn't play, I think this is a comfortable win. Last time we played the Browns a couple of seasons ago, we lost in a pretty narrow game. They do worry me with their running ability, uh, but I just think they're going to be one dimensional. I think they're going to be, uh, you know, that, that leading quarterback down. And I think that that's going to be the difference. So I put that down as a win. Fantastic. And next up is an interesting one, a game which you found out before the podcast. We're both going to our only one section apart. This is going to be on the road against the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving. How do you see this one going? I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I think this Lions team is going to be a lot of fun. But again, similar to the Jets, although it's on the you know the upward swing, I think it's just um, it's too inexperienced, I think, to really compete with what is now quite well battle-tested Bills team historically the Bills play really well on Thanksgiving they've won the last two in prime time um, I think that it's not not much of a trip for the Bills you can drive there from 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 Buffalo I think this is going to be a win purely on talent uh, I do think this will be a better Lions team than we've seen recently but um, yeah I have that down as a win I look forward to seeing you when we go 
Yeah, absolutely. We'll have some beers. Sounds good. Uh, week 13, once again on the road um, against the New England Patriots. Yeah, so um, noodle-armed Mac Jones, um, we destroyed twice in a matter of three or four weeks towards the end of last season, um, end of the regular season, then in the um, in the playoffs. They did beat us in Buffalo in a sort of heavy wind-disrupted game. For whatever reason, we decided we weren't going to let Josh throw, uh, which is our main strength. Um, once they did allow him to throw, he was actually throwing it through the wind really comfortably. So I think that was a bit of a freak result. The reality is, uh, you know, all things being equal, this Bills team is an awful lot better than this, I think, very talent poor Patriots team we don't even know who they're uh, who's calling plays for them you know uh, Mac Jones has had a change in offensive coordinator we don't know who that offensive coordinator is look at that roster it's pretty light I think that was a comfortable win for the Bills I am all for a Patriots loss so that is good news in my eyes um, week 14 you're back against the Jets this time at home yeah, another should, win should be, should be a comfortable win I hope yep yeah, yeah. here we go Fit week 15 our bogey ground you could argue at home to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, so I suspect the Dolphins will have settled a little bit by this point. And, you know, I suspect they will have worked out how to make the most out of, um, of Hill and Tua combination. I suspect, you know, when we've played the... Um, the Chiefs in the past where Hills has some joys, there's shallow crosses, you know, just using his speed up against one of our cornerbacks who you know, no one's as quick as Terry Kill and just dropping it in. And I think that's the sort of play that, that might suit um, Tua quite well. So I suspect they will be more competitive, but it's going to be winter in Buffalo. And we, what we know is the Dolphins do not like coming up to Orchard Park in that kind of weather. <laughs> so I have that as a win. Yeah, no, I think that's the one thing that's going to help too is that even against you guys for the Chiefs, you saw that play in the playoffs where it was a short pass from Mahomes and he made that really good play, extended the play about 50, 40 yard run. And I think that's what we'll see a lot, even from him or Waddle. I mean, you got Waddle, he's probably the second. We've probably got the three quickest players in the entire league. If you Absolutely. Include, if you include most of it as well. There's pure speed on this team, Chase Edmonds as well. I think that. It all comes down to Tua, really. I mean, they've they've limited the variable, haven't they? I mean, if they if you can't make it work with this cast of characters, then then it is the quarterback. Um, I, I just question the strength of his arm and whether he can get it down the field up against a, a really strong Bill secondary. Um, but speed is always difficult. You know, you can't scheme up against two or three really really fast guys. That's that's really makes life difficult. But yeah, um, I think it'll be a competitive game for sure. Just um, I have the Bills edge in it. Yeah, I think we'll still lose both games, but I do think that it's not going to quite be the whitewash that we've seen. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, week 16, on the road to the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I actually wanted to go to this game. I was desperate to go to Chicago, but I think it's like on Christmas Eve or something. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's not going to happen, unfortunately. Um, but I have that as a very comfortable win. Um, disappointed. I love Chicago. Would love to have been there, but um, just wrong time of year for me to make that trip. But yeah, this, this Bears team are quite a long way away from being good. Oh, without doubt. I think I think they'll be in the top five picks for next year. I really do. Um, week 17 on the road against the current AFC champions in the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I, I really struggle with this one um, because I think the Bills are a better team on paper, but I also think the, Bell, the Bengals have weapons that can that can damage the Bills. I think they're a, they're a good team and they're not often given the credit that they deserve going to the uh, the Super Bowl last year. Even, you know, they're, they're probably not even the top two or three AFC favorites, mm. which is which is nuts, really. But um, I have this as a loss. Um, it's one of those I could easily see going either way, but you can't win them all. And I think this is one of those games that's going to be very, very difficult. And um, I like this Bengals team. I think it's talented. I think it's going to be better this season. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, this is one that we might struggle with on the road. 
Yeah, I feel like the Bengals are really just going under the radar, especially with a team that made it all the way to Super Bowl, you know, last totally. season. And I know great it's talent on offense. Yeah. Brilliant. You've got Jamar Chase, you've got Tyler Boyd, you've got T. Higgins, you've got Joe, Joe Mixon, you've got obviously Joe Burrow. And their biggest weakness were their O line, and they've gone out mm-hmm. and fixed that with um exactly Harris, Alex Capper, you know, Lyle Collins. They've, they've got all these players now, and they've addressed their one weakness. And they've got rid of Eli Apple. So I think they're going to be a real it's good gonna, to look out for. And no one's mentioned Completely agree. Before. Yeah, I mean, he's going to buy Burrow so much time. I mean, and the time with those weapons and, and Burrow's intelligence, I think is it's really going to be tough for for, place, for people to go. So, yeah, I've got that as a loss. I mean, as I said, I think the Bills are uh, competent to go up against them uh, from a talent perspective. But it's one of those, that, you know, you can't win them all. And this is one that definitely looks like one of the more difficult uh, games on the on the schedule. Yeah, I don't know whether it's just because, you know, because of the, it's not a glamorous occasion, but we missed out on the playoffs. We went one and seven or one and six or whatever it was at the start of the season. And we're getting more talk, I think, in the offseason than the Bengals mm. are. No one's met, not even anyone, but I love good morning football. I love around the NFL and all But no one's mentioning on these shows the Bengals as much as previous years. I agree. The Chiefs made it back to back Super Bowls. They obviously won talks of the offseason, but no one ever mentions Bengals. So I think, I hope they do. I hope they just shut everyone up and actually once again go all the yeah, way. Yeah, I agree. I think they're uh, they're a really solid team. I mean, I'm half expecting that we would play them in the AFC Championship game. I mm-hmm. think I can imagine that happening because I think the the Chiefs will drop off a little bit yeah. this year. Although I think they'll be competitive. Listen, that division's so tough that, that it could well cannibalize itself a little bit. So, yeah, I could I comfortably put money on the Bills and the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. Honestly. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, Baltimore's one I can see potentially being because obviously all the injuries last year. Um, but I do think the Bengals and the Bills are probably the two favourites for the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe the Chiefs only because of Andy Reid and Mahomes and if Juju should be snoozed out. I think Juju will come back uh, to maybe his best season ever because he's got a good quarterback now. But I just don't think, I think they'll be a divisional round. I don't think they'll be, I think they'll be there their year they'll miss out. I, I just can't see him going as far this year. Um, and then finally, week 18 against the New England Patriots at home. Got to be a win. I mean, presumably we will be competing for, to, to you know, for the one seed, uh, I would hope, but certainly we'll be right in the mix, I think. And so we'll still need to win that game. It's won't be one way you can kind of take a week off yeah. and give them a rest. Um, and I, I think that, as I said, from a talent perspective, this Patriots team just looks really pretty average and uh, although Belichick you can never count him out they'll be competitive they'll win seven or eight games but I don't think they'll be winning seven you know winning against the Bills this season no fair play so that leaves you with an overall record in your prediction of 13 and four um mm-hmm. bonus question now of course that record you'd assume would probably win the AFC East and probably get you first seed if not second seed um now in terms of how far do you see this team going and can this be the year they finally make it back to the big game? I think they can certainly go to the AFC Championship game. I think the strength of this league is in the AFC. That will be probably the the Super Bowl, you know, um, I would imagine. Can they make it to the Super Bowl? Absolutely. This is a Super Bowl quality roster. Um, If we have a weakness, it's possibly on the coaching side. We talked about the uh, new offensive coordinator. Sean McDermott has choked in a few instances. We heard about the sort of 13 seconds issue over the the end of the Chiefs game and the playoffs. That was all all down down to coaching, making sort of some couple of bad decisions. Um, He does learn from his mistakes, but that does tend to catch us out a little bit, especially when we go deep into the playoffs. But yeah, I I think this is the, the best chance 
we've had for a very, very long time to go and uh, go and win the big one. Um, I don't see uh, probably other than the Rams a really, really solid NFC contender. As I said, the Packers are going to drop off a little, a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm confident. It's hard to be confident going to the Super Bowl, uh, but I think this is a really, really good chance for the Bills. Um, it's a great roster. It's stronger than it was last year, and I think that um, the AFC Championship game will be the challenge. Is whoever it is, you know, if they make it there, whoever they're up against will be a really top level team, and that could be uh, that could be box office. And hopefully the Bengals win. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that has been the end of our Bills season preview on the Across the Pod podcast. But thank you, Charlie, for coming on. Yeah, you're welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Andy. And I'll see you in uh, Detroit. Yes. And before we go, how can people listening find you on Twitter? Yeah, so uh, Charlie underscore sports is my um, uh, my personal Twitter. Um, don't tweet an awful lot, but um, yeah, you can always get me there or you can tweet me on Bills from Afar, um, which is our podcast we do for the Bills. Um, if you like the Bills, if you follow the Bills, if you're in the southeast area, you want to watch games with us, get in touch. Uh, we'll let you know how to uh, to come along and meet with us at the Fitzrovia Bell on Tottenham Court Road, um, which is always a great place to watch games. So yeah, um, yeah feel free to get in touch if, uh, if you want to talk Bills. Great stuff. So uh, thank you for coming on once again and I will see you in Detroit.